When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast is about becoming a better citizen, because we live in a democracy, which is government by the people and for the people. And well, don't you want as many of those people to be invested in being a better person as possible? It all starts with you. Today's big idea is that the people who represent you in government are very interested in hearing what people like you think about the issues that they're working on or not working on. And remember, you are one of those people, which means they want to hear from you. What do they want to hear from you? Well, they want to know what you think about general issues or specific laws or policies. They would love to hear a personal story about how an issue affects you or your family. They want to know why you disagree with them if you disagree with them about something. And they love it when you thank them for their support and leadership on something. Hearing from you helps your elected officials know whether or not they're doing a good job. It gives them confidence in knowing what the people they represent care about. It also gives them leverage to do a better job of representing you. Abraham Lincoln said, Public sentiment is everything. With public sentiment, nothing can fail. Without it, nothing can succeed. Communicating with your elected officials is how they understand exactly what public sentiment is. I'll share some easy ways to reach out right after this quick break. Welcome back. There are so many ways that you can contact your elected officials. You can call them. Every city, state, and the federal government has websites that list the contact information of everyone who holds an office. Once Trump got elected and I became committed to being a more active participant in democracy, I put the phone numbers of my congresspeople, senators, and governor in my phone so that I wouldn't even have to look up their contact info. I could just dial up Gina Raimondo, who was our governor at the time, and press go. Representatives and senators have offices in their home states and in Washington, D.C. Put both numbers in your phone because if you're taking the time to make one call, you may as well make two. You can also email your officials. Or you can send them snail mail, which in this electronic day and age may take longer to get there, but makes a bigger impression once it's received because it stands out. You can also follow your elected leaders on social media and communicate with them there. I find Twitter to be a great way to interact with my representatives in a public way, which means if they do something I want to thank them for, like when I wanted to thank Senator Sheldon Whitehouse for standing strong on curbing greenhouse gas emissions, or Congressman David Cicilline for taking big tech to task, 
they'll see the message. And so will other people, which hopefully gives that thanks a little more weight and may inspire others to do the same. However you decide to communicate with them, you don't have to make your message to your elected official super eloquent or even very long. Although if you want to pour your heart out, you absolutely can. When you're writing to an official, you want to include your name and at least your town or city. Then tell them what you support or oppose and why, and ask them to consider your opinion when they are deciding how to vote. I think that for the most part, their staffers are keeping track of how many communications they're getting either for or against. It's almost like you're voting in a teeny little election, and the content of your letter doesn't matter all that much. But if you have a story to share or a point that you don't hear being discussed in the media, then I think your letter can get flagged by a staffer and shared with the official. I was just listening to the Becoming Anita podcast, a short series of episodes on the impact of Anita Hill's testimony at Clarence Thomas's confirmation hearing that I highly recommend. The podcast host interviewed one of Ms. Hill's lawyers who recalled going around to Democratic senators and asking them to vote against confirming Thomas after Hill testified. And those senators told the lawyer that they were getting calls and letters that supported Thomas at a ratio of 7 to 1 over calls and letters that urged them to not confirm him. Meaning those senators felt they didn't have the power of the will of the people behind them. I hope this story helps you see why your letters and tweets and calls and emails matter so very much. Your tiny assignment is to locate at least one way to contact at least one person who represents you in government. Follow them on social media. Add their number to your phone or their email to your address book. Bonus points for adding multiple ways to contact them and for looking up the contact information for multiple representatives. And triple extra whammy bonus points with a cherry on top for actually contacting one or more of these folks. If you have no idea what you would say to them, that's all right. I trust that the next time something comes up that you do want to tell them, you'll do it because you won't have to go through the step of looking up their contact info. Or you can just reach out to them and say you're a constituent and you're aiming to be a more engaged citizen and you look forward to communicating with them again soon. Put them on alert, you know? Thanks for listening, and thanks for giving a shit about being a better citizen. Come back tomorrow when I'm sharing one other easy thing you can do to invite and encourage the people you know to become more engaged citizens, too. This thing might have gotten you in trouble when you were in school, but now that you're an adult, it just might help save democracy. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 